Okay, so this is like the most, I don't know, is it erratic episode that I've recorded? And that is because I'm like piecing pieces of audio together. There's audio that I recorded last night as things were occurring. And then there's the audio that I'm recording right now to provide clarification or to give some sense of order or and give some background to this whole situation. The whole situation being me getting stood up on a date last night. So this is a mini-sode, which generally means it's not very planned, it's off the cuff. They're usually much shorter episodes, but it's very possible that this might be a somewhat longer episode because there's all these parts to it, but we'll see. So what I'm going to do right now is describe or is explain the background, meaning like the history of me and this guy who I'm referring to as AP. See my YouTube channel video that I'm posting about this because there's actual visuals um, for the first time for the podcast, meaning it's just me recording myself talking about this, but I give background on why I'm calling him AP. And the YouTube video is more of a succinct like recap of the night. Um, whereas the podcast, as I've explained before, I really want it to feel like just sitting down with your girlfriend and, and chatting. So it's a little less formal and I'm just gonna, you know, say how I feel, what I feel, what I think, all of that good stuff. So, um, what I'm saying is there is more content about this on my YouTube channel if you are so very interested. Um, okay, so um, uh, I'm going to give background on my my dates, dates with this guy. And then the audio that I'm going to piece together after this is our, our one is when I got to the restaurant that I ended up taking myself to. So I was sitting at the bar and I started recording. And then the next piece is after I got home at the end of the night. So just to explain kind of what you're hearing, that's kind of the order of things. So let me go ahead and start with just explaining the background. I met this guy who we're calling AP on Bumble. um, And it said on Bumble that he was 31, which is much younger than I usually, that I prefer to date. But we had a mutual match and, you know, um, conversation was good enough in DMs. And so, um, I don't remember the exact details. I would have to go back and look, but I think, oh, he invited me out and, um, at one, and eventually I messaged him my number. I was like, you know, it's probably easier to communicate via phone. And so we got each other's numbers and we went on a date. I would say it was a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. We went on a date and it was great. It was fun. We chatted. We hit it off. He um, seemed really cool. He seemed particularly, like, nice. Um, He made a point of saying, like, he wasn't interested in, like, hookups, random hookups or any of that. I was like, okay, great. Um, And he also said, by the way, I'm not 31. I'm actually 33. But when I created my Bumble account, it was connected to my my Facebook, where I guess I apparently at one point tried to uh, pretend that I was younger. Cool, fine, whatever. Not the first time I heard it, but now in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, I think you're a bit of a liar. Um, And so um, we we ended that first date both saying that we'd like to see each other again. And so between that first date and like yesterday, there was some sporadic texting between us. Um, He might reach out and I might reach out. Um, I had gone to Rhode Island over this past weekend. He checked in on my trip, all of that. So it seemed cool. And then yesterday, I was minding my business, and I get a message from him, which ultimately resulted in him inviting me out to go dancing. 
in his town. And on our first date, we had talked about this place. And I had said that I, you know, I had, I hadn't been, and I was looking for places to like be able to go and dance. So, um, I agreed to the date and then he, um, eventually he said, he reached out to me again and he said, I didn't realize the place doesn't open until 9 PM. So let's meet at Barcelona restaurant in his town. I was like, okay, great. So he said, you know, text me when you're on your way. Cause I live only about five minutes from the restaurant. So as I was pulling out of my driveway, I texted him and, um, which for me, it was going to be about a 20 minute drive and, um, told him that I would actually get there a little early because I wanted to be able to find parking. So my whole drive there, I didn't hear from him. So I was like, Oh, okay. But I know that he had said he was going out to happy hour before that, even though the happy hour would have been a few hours before that. But, um, when I got to the parking garage, I texted him, didn't hear anything. And I was early, I was early. So it was before nine. So, but then I did call him. It rang normally, went to voicemail. The voicemail was just his phone number. I didn't leave a message. I hung up, texted him and said, I called, didn't hear anything. Then it was a few minutes past nine. So I called one more time, same thing happened. And I was like, okay, yeah. Um, and so I messaged my bestie and I was like, I think I'm being stood up and I'm going to leave. And so I did. And on my way home, I thought, I was like, I am, I'm all dressed up (laughs) and I'm really upset, um, that, uh, that I have like wasted my time and wasted an outfit and wasted makeup and literally could be at home watching sex in the city, which sounded like a fabulous Friday night to me. Um, I was like, but, so I was like, you know, what can I do? And I realized that I was near a, the town where there's this hotel and bar that I've wanted to try. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go there. Um, and I'm going to have myself a drink and a meal at the bar. I was very hungry cause you know, my date stood me up, so I didn't get to eat. Um, and so I went and I did that. And as I'm explaining this right now, I just realized that a lot of this part is in the audio that I'm going to connect to this. I mainly wanted to just give background on my like history with this guy. The main thing being that I hadn't been like texting him and reaching out to him and being like, Oh, can we hang out? Can we hang out? Nope. But mind my own business. He initiates us hanging out. And then he does this. Now, maybe the man fell asleep. Um, but even so I'm not, I'm not interested because that's just, that's very unreliable. Um, but on the flip side, maybe he purposely (laughs) ditched me and that is freaking weird. So weird. Um, especially, especially at our, our big age in our thirties, but who knows? He could be completely lying about that. I don't know. Um, the, the name AP is even more fitting now. Um, (laughs) which again is explained on the YouTube video. Um, but I just, uh, anyway, I'm a big proponent of turning a frown upside down. A loss may sometimes be a gain, make a negative into a positive. Don't let a negative experience be in vain. So I went to the place and I had a fabulous time. I met who I will call mm, Mandy and Charles. I will call them Mandy and Charles. These two people who walked in and sat near me at the bar and I, um, well, I guess, you know what, I'm going to stop the recording here and do a new recording of this because this needs to get pieced in between the other audio. See, I told you this is going to be one erratic episode. 
dear friends, let me tell you, this is the first time that I've been stood up on a date. I was supposed to meet a guy at a restaurant at 9 p.m. tonight. We've been on one previous date. He reached out to me today and initiated us going out. And I texted him um, when I left home, which was a good like half hour before we were going to meet. And I let him know I'd get there a little early so that I could find parking. And I didn't hear from him. When I parked, I texted, didn't hear anything. I called and then texted and told him I called and didn't hear anything. So I don't know if he passed out asleep and hasn't heard his phone or if he's intentionally ditching the date. But I decided to uh, turn that frown upside down and take myself to a place that I've been wanting to come for a while um, because I was in the area. And so now I'm treating myself to a cocktail and a pasta dish. And it is a nice spot. I definitely can't wait to come back um, for a dinner or a date or something like that. But this is, uh, yeah, a new experience, but out here in the dating trenches. Um, but also, you know, making the best of the situation, which is so important when dating. I hope you guys can hear me clearly. The music might be a bit loud um but yeah so a big part of the dating process is making the best of it because it doesn't always go as we want it to and that is what i am doing okay this is the part where i explain what happened for most of the night at this restaurant um or at the bar because i'm sitting at the bar when this all happens so I'm sitting there and actually um the the bartender was really friendly and he started chatting and I informed him that I'd been stood up and he was like oh you need a shot so um so uh I was like yeah and and like pretty much he's like on you know on the house and so then um these two people walk in um who I assume are a couple and as I said we'll call them Mandy and Charles and um they sit near me at the bar and at some point they engage me in conversation um i think the woman might have mentioned something about my food or my drink or something like that and so i informed them that i've been stood up um because I, I think they might have asked the bartender had asked you know why you know why are you here you know all alone or that sort of thing and i think they might have asked or hinted at that or whatever so um i shared that and I shared it partially because people asked, but honestly, more so because I'm leaning into this whole, like, socializing and going out. So going out by myself and meeting new people and telling people that you've been stood up on a date is a great conversation starter. And I recognize this. So that's what happened. Like, for the whole night, me... Mandy, Charles, and the bartender were, you know, in conversation and having a good time. So as I, so pretty much I like quickly befriend Mandy and Charles and, um, we're talking about stuff and everything. I come to find that, um, Mandy lives in DC, but has been traveling, uh, back to Connecticut, uh, recently and that Charles, um, lives in the town that we're in, that, that the restaurant is in, um, and his home is being renovated, so he can't stay there, so he's staying in hotels, um, and the two of them apparently met, um, at this hotel, 
at this hotel bar because they both happen to be staying there because Mandy has been traveling and Charles is staying there because of his home renos. Um, and so they weren't a couple like I initially thought they were. And so we're all, and they also um, are Gen Xers because we were talking about different generations um, and how I'm a millennial. They're Gen Xers. Um, and so that's really cool because I have this this what I'm now going to call this tendency when I go out on my own to meet people who are um, a good 15 plus years older than me and have great conversation and a good time. So it was great. Um, So I can see that there's some seeming flirtiness between Mandy and Charles and there's like a little flirtiness with um, Charles and like towards me, like they were saying, they were like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Um, You, you know, then it it turned into the whole like starting to guess my age. I don't know how we got there, but um, I don't know. Someone made some reference, like you know, oh you're probably too young to X Y and Z, and I'm like, oh you know, no, I'm probably not as young as you think. And so then everyone starts the guessing game for age, um, and uh, they. I informed them that I'm 37 and have two children, and they're like, oh my gosh, like oh my, gosh. oh this is what it was. So the to kind of go what I'm getting at is like the the flirtiness so um when I said I was stood up they were like oh my goodness you know how you know why did somebody stand you up like oh my gosh you look so cute look so good and then like Charles is like yeah you're hot I'm like oh, okay thanks <laughs> and then like the night you know there's drinking and laughter and strangers so the night was like a mix of laughing some serious conversations um about race and things like that so it was me I'm black um Mandy and Charles are white and the bartender is Egyptian and he the bartender had brought up this idea of like in America like we're so obsessed with labeling things and labeling people and that's not a thing where he's from and we started having that conversation about how that is a somewhat uniquely American thing I mean certain other western countries and things like that of like being very uh labeling race so much and the reasons for that and all of that so there was some of that conversation there was just there was a lot there was there was a lot a lot of stuff it was was a good time I at some point um I had mentioned that I'm a therapist and um Mandy and Charles are both they have law degrees so they don't practice law um they do different things um and it was just, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, divorces, like, uh, the people's divorces and relationships, all, all the good bar talk that you get when you just lean into it. So it was a night. It was a night for sure. By the end of the night, I'd become Instagram friends with the bartender, um, connected with Mandy on LinkedIn and uh, exchanged numbers with Charles. So what are you going to do? Um, so I imagine, cause I definitely plan to go back there. Uh, the food was good. The drinks were good. The, the, uh, the staff was great. Um, it was a good time that I loved the atmosphere. Um, and I, I, I feel like I'm going to have a couple of people who I can reach out to and say, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm going to be there. Like, how about you? And this is how it works. This is how it goes. Like the night went in a completely different direction than I expected and it was it, it, it was better than I think it would have been so I'm just here to say definitely especially in this dating process like remove the pressure of like it has to be like 
he has to be the one or this has to be it or any of that and go for the intention of having a good time. So because I went for the, I went on the date with AP or I went with the intention of just having a good time dancing and hey I met this person once before and it was they were cool so like it'll be fun to do this with this person but like also I was detached enough um from from you know him at this point obviously because we had only just met but also because I very intentionally am someone who goes into these situations as as no pressure so what I'm saying is that even though it was disappointing and quite annoying that's the thing it was more annoying than disappointing that he stood me up because I'm like I had to drive here I almost had to pay for parking what and I wasted an outfit and makeup and anyway again I could have been drinking wine watching sex in the city so my point is that because I don't put all this pressure on these dates. I was able to recover much easier at being stood up than I would have if I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's the one and I hope that, you know, this is everything I want it to be and that like if this one doesn't work out, no. No, 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 no. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. Um and it's one of the reasons why again I say, you know, casually date multiple people, all that good stuff, all the stuff you hear me say all the time. Things like this. This is a prime example of that. Because yes, people are weird. <laughs> like People are weird and they do weird things and we don't know everyone's motivations and all that. And I want to be clear, this is not to scare people because people get all scared, especially about online dating. But I'm here to tell you that the same humans that are online are the same humans that exist in real life. I just like, I, I, I sometimes like people, like I sometimes have to like point that out to people. Um, and just because you meet someone at Starbucks doesn't mean they're going to be a better person than someone you meet online. You have to date and vet. And so that's what I did. I dated this person and vetted them they're out they're out of my dating pool I'm not interested if they were to reach out for whatever reason no thank you no thank you at all and Mandy and Charles were coaching me all evening about not giving him another chance no more chances AP okay I want you to know Mandy and Charles said no um you know and if they check in and they check up on me I need to be able to say I stuck to that because I'm not out here trying to have my time wasted but nonetheless it was a great night I'm so happy that I made the choices that I made around going ahead and going to that restaurant instead of going straight home and I really really um encourage you to step out of uh, the box a little bit and try something on your own and see who you meet. Okay, so I'm home. So pardon my tired voice. My voice really changes when I'm tired. Um, But I had the best time. (laughs) I had the best time at this restaurant bar. I met two people, a man and a woman, who um, we exchanged information. And the bartender was super cool. We're now Insta friends. um, Connected with the woman on LinkedIn. (laughs) And traded numbers with the guy. Like, they're just like... They're older than me. We were talking about generations, how I'm I'm an elder millennial. They are Gen X. Um, I mean, the conversation was wild and fun and honestly, definitely better than the date I would have had. <laughs> better than the date I would have had. Um, so I am so happy that things worked out the way they did. And I just cannot tell you enough, you know, like about making the best of a situation. I'm a big big um fan of so what happened was when I left when I left um the town that the date was supposed to be in I was driving home and I was like wait I'm closer 
to this um, restaurant and I've been wanting to go for a while. So let me just turn around. And um, yeah, I went and I'm so happy I did. I'm so happy I did. This is how it happens. I met a couple of other friends when I first moved to my town um, who also are like Gen X because I decided to go out by myself to this this one like bar that I wanted to to try out and there I have it like this is how you make connections in life like being willing to step out of the box a little bit especially if you know when there's very little to lose and what I mean here is when I was new to this town I was like I mean, nobody knows me whatever and then this this restaurant that I went to um tonight was in a town that I don't live in or anything and even if it, even for a town I lived in well to be clear obviously if it's a really small town there may be more to lose in terms of people actually knowing you and reputation and things like that. But if it's a somewhat moderate sized city, um, then yeah, just go out and have a drink at the bar. You can have a book, you can have your phone, really just need a meal. I sat towards the end of the bar. It was a nice ambiance. I went in with the intention of have a good cocktail and a good meal because I was very hungry because, you know, I was planning to eat a little something on my date, but he stood me up. Um, so I um, I uh, just planned to eat some good food and have a good drink and then, you know, say hi to some people if they seemed friendly and then leave. And these two people came in who were super friendly um, and we started chatting and like we hit it off and we were friends for the night and then we exchanged contact information. I was actually invited. We were all invited. Um, the bartender and the staff were like closing up for the night and we were all invited to like join them at a bar to play darts. And I didn't only didn't go because I'm tired and I'm going into the city tomorrow morning. So I'm trying not to overdo it, but I totally plan to reach out um on instagram to the bartender and be like hey didn't make it to darts but like had a great time definitely will be seeing you again because i plan to return um i got great food recommendations uh for when i return and it was such an awesome night it's one of those like life experiences that like don't necessarily come around all the time but it happened because i chose to to step out of the box a little bit and make a negative, you know, turn a negative into a positive. And honestly, it ended up being more positive than the original thing because this person who stood me up, we had one date before and it went well. It was a good time. And I expected this one to be as well. But honestly, I just don't think it would have been as exciting as the, <laughs> the night that I had tonight. Um, so to that, uh, yeah, I mean, look at that getting stood up, you know, can turn into something good. I always say a loss may sometimes be a gain. And tonight it was. Hey, by the way, I can be found in other places besides this podcast. Just search my name on YouTube and you'll find my channel. Subscribe for periodic how-to videos for dealing with breakups and mastering dating. That's right, I said mastering dating. It's a skill, ladies. I can also be found on Instagram at Tracy Panak. 
And lastly, I most encourage you to join my email list where you get breakup and dating support delivered to your inbox, in addition to getting the most exclusive access to my programs and coaching services. My email list subscribers are the first to know when my coaching programs launch and the only people to get discounts when they're offered. As always, I'm glad we got into it and looking forward to next time.